Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on a star line by Grammy Award winning songwriter, musician, actor, and best selling author. He's hitting the road with the I Want My 80s tour. We welcome Rick Springfield. How are you, Sean? Absolutely great, Rick. Let's go be on the mic. Who's joining you on this amazing tour? This tour is with the Hoodoos, who I love. Um, uh, Paul Young, you know, every time you go away. Uh, Tommy Two Tone, and occasionally the Tubes and John Wake are joining us. And we start August 4th. It's great to go out on tour with people that have the same passion that you have for music. Why is going out with people that have that passion for music so fulfilling for you? When I first started going to shows as a kid, it was uh, when I even like even when I saw the Beatles, I saw the Beatles in 1964 in Australia, which is where I'm from. And there was always like five or six acts on, on the bill. And I love that. And uh, now there's like three hour shows and it's going, dude, let's let's see someone else. <laughs> so we're, the package tour thing has been uh, kind of a blessing. Uh, you can have a lot of fun. It's wall to wall hits. If you go out with good people, it can really make it a lot of fun. A lot more fun than normal. You've teamed up with Sammy Hagar for Beach Bar Rums. Why was teaming up with Sammy perfect? I mean, you recently sent him a guitar. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sammy wrote, I've done everything for you. And uh, and I've known him since then. We've been friends since like 1981. I think everybody thinks at one point about getting into the alcohol business, especially if you drink it. Sammy has already had a home run with the tequila. So he called me up and said, I have this new company called Beach Bar Rum and you want to you want to partner in on it so I jumped at it because uh, he he really knows what he's doing with all that stuff very he doesn't just slap his name on it he does research he helps uh, formulate the drinks and it's uh, it's it's been a lot of fun we've done some shows together because of it and I did something here in, in LA uh, yesterday with it and we were promoting it so it, it's it's a natural promotion you know music and drinking kind of go together you've played almost everything on your new album automatic and there are some secrets hidden in for your late engineer maddie how did he touch your life he was uh, maddie spindell was uh my friend for 25 years he was uh he worked as the engineer here in my studio and uh, he was front of house and tour manager on the road so i spent more time with him than my wife he was just a really good friend and, and he he passed away wow I think in October from uh, pancreatic cancer and it was very sudden and he went very fast and it was, uh, it was very, very brutal. I wrote a song in the new album called she walks with the angels about Maddie and did and dedicate the album to him. Cause he did, he did a lot of great work on it and we miss him very much from the, I want my eighties tour author, singer, musician, songwriter, and much more. Rick Springfield joins us beyond the mic for the Rocky Nate. It's eight random questions, Rick. All you got to do is answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. <laughs> I know. First thing that comes to mind. Favorite of the beach bar rum rums. Uh, cola spice. Fr- fresh out of the freezer. <laughs> Rick, what was the first guitar you ever owned? And do you still have it? No, I have a copy of it. The first electric was a Framus because we couldn't afford Gibson's or Fender's in Australia. So we had to get the Framus's <laughs> and the Hoffner's. So I, I bought, I rebought it actually online uh, a few years ago with a lot more than I originally paid for mine. What's your favorite moment with your son, Liam? Wow. I've had so many of them. Um, geez, that's a, that's a tough one. I was saying, what's your favorite song? I think certainly when I came home, actually before he was born, I, I couldn't grasp the whole idea of having a kid 
And I came home, I was recording Tao, actually, at the time, my, the album I did in 1985. And I came home, and my wife had bought a little onesie and laid it on the kitchen table with a little pair of booties. And I realized that very soon a body would be filling that outfit. And it just, it really hit, hit me at that point. It was like, oh my God, wow. Which song from Automatic is your favorite? Wow. Not the label's favorite, yours. Uh, I think Automatic because I dreamt that song. Uh, you don't often get that chance to do that. Usually it's a Rolling Stone song or a Beatles song. You wake up going, oh, I wrote this. Oh, no, wait, they wrote it first. So I, I, I woke up at three in the morning with a song in my head and uh, got up and wrote it, wrote what had come into my, uh, you know, in the dream and then got up the next day and finished it. But it was, uh, I don't know where it came from or necessarily what it means, but it uh, came through. So I'm always, always happy when that happens. You brought up the Beatles, so what is your favorite Beatles album? Probably Revolver, um, but the second album is, is especially dear to me because I, w- I was like 14 or 15, and I remember going to a local house party, and they, they had the new record, and they put it on, and it was like aliens had landed. And I, it's just a memory of, of, chi- you know, of being a young kid, and, and no, those kind of memories... That's why, you know, like, like the 80s tour we're doing, I think uh, that's what the nostalgia kind of feel is about. It's uh, remembering great times when the world was open, you know, the window was open and everything was, was acceptable. How about the last movie you saw? Hmm. Wow. I can't remember. Oh, oh, oh. Um, nope, can't remember. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one in a long time. I, you know, everyone, the, most of the great writing has gone to TV now. That's true. We love The Crown. We watched The Crown about four times already. So I guess that counts as, as, as uh, you know, six or seven movies right there. Exactly. What was the first car you ever owned? Ford Fiesta. Cost me four, cost me 4000 bucks. <laughs> it was brand new. The last $4,000 car. I walked into the showroom at like eight o'clock just before they closed in 1979 and it was sitting there for four grand i said i'll take that and they all the salesmen all looked at each other and went uh uh because uh, usually they the one they put in the newspaper for the next morning and then you come in and say i want that ford fiesta and they say oh sorry that's already gone but we have this one and then they set they sell that one to their brother or their sister-in-law so they had to sell it to me so it was uh it was uh, the last like i said the last four thousand dollar car how do you drink your coffee um, my wife makes an amazing coffee. I have one right here. So if you're on zoom, there it is. It's, uh, it's, uh, almond milk and, uh, she makes it with Nespresso and all that kind of stuff. I don't really know how to do it. She's a, she's a genius. It's time for one big question with Rick Springfield beyond the mic. Rick, in a recent chat, you talked about the challenges of getting your new music on the air. Otherwise radio stations, well, they suck. How do you think radio has changed now for the worst since you started years ago? Uh, the classic example of that is actually is Jesse's Girl. That wasn't released as a single. DJs around the country who back then had choices, if they liked a song, they could play it. They could play with, a, you know, they had a certain set list, but uh, they could throw in songs if, if they liked them. And uh, they started throwing in Jesse's Girl just because they liked the song. And they started getting a lot of phones and then uh, called up RCA and said, uh, you should release Jesse's Girl as a single because we're getting a lot of phones on it. And RCA went, duh, okay. And so they released it, and and that couldn't happen now because uh, set lists are super tight. 
and all that that whole experimental anything can happen music on on radio just uh it's it's not there anymore on am radio you know pop radio he loves cola spice rum out of the freezer drinks his coffee with almond milk and wants you to hear his album automatic rick springfield out on tour now thanks for taking the time to talk with us today <laughs> thanks sean that doesn't really sum me up but okay <laughs> <laughs> have to make it interesting and that my friends is a beyond the mic shortcut if you're enjoying these conversations please check out another beyond the mic episode to find more actors artists and people you need to know we'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the good pods app